You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. It's, it's hollow uh, spaces between advertising. So, you know, commercials are, are what you're watching. And so that makes you angry. If you actually feel anything and if you care and if you give a shit, you, uh, you'll fucking lose your goddamn mind. Mike. Suddenly salt is healthier because it's from the fucking Himalayans and it's pink. I was saying this to Leanne in the kitchen the other day. I'm like, this is stupid. What am I doing? I might as well just well, buy fucking Morton's classic Jewish salt and just keep it in business. <laughs> keep Morton's in business. That. I hope they're still in business. And Scott. The teacher that every boy wanted to get with was the French teacher whose name was Mrs. Pounds. True story. What are we doing here? What the hell's going on? We were talking about good shit and we hadn't started recording. So Luke's like, hey, press record, dumbass. And that's what we're doing here. Is it safe podcast officially recording? So now you can get all this wonderful shit. Right now you're missing Scott chomping down on something tasty. He's he's mowing down too. Like he's uh, celery. Is that celery? And uh, a cookie? And a fried, fried chicken cutlet. Oh, that's fried chicken? Looks like it. Yeah, it looks like you pulled it out of a sandwich. <laughs> Did you pull it out out of a sandwich? Seventy had one of those fucking. We, I feel terrible. We both feel terrible. But she had one of those twenty off twenty five fucking Uber Eats or DoorDash bullshit things. So we got some free Uh-oh. nuggets. We got some free nugs tonight. Classic. <laughs> so that is a nugget. Yeah, it looks like a cookie to me. I thought maybe it's a homemade peanut Shit. butter cookie. What's the difference? Uh, I'd rather have chicken right now. I'm very much feeling the salty palate is flowing not the sugar i'm no interest in the sugary but salt is a uh, salt's a good thing for me and in fact if you guys use pink himalayan salt you guys Ooh, know yeah. that salt is healthier if you use the pink himalayan version because suddenly the chemistry of salt changes because it's pink himalayan did you know that i just bought it because it's more expensive yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a doozy buy- <laughs> yeah it's a doozy all right that's for damn I buy, sure i buy expensive salt it's fun salt's like my favorite food though so. But yeah, it's misnomer that like suddenly salt is healthier because it's from the fucking Himalayans and it's pink. So, uh, I was saying this to Leanne in the kitchen the other day. I'm like, this is stupid. What am I doing? I might as well just well, buy I, fucking Morton's classic Jewish salt and just keep it in business. <laughs> keep Morton's in business. That. I hope they're still I mean, in biz. Does it have less sodium? Uh, does it have is sodium the bad part? Does it have less sodium or something? <laughs> what the hell no, makes because it healthy? You gotta, what is What's the healthy part of salt? You can't. You got to have the sodium for the NaCl, right? Sodium chloride. That's fucking salt, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You just said NaCl. I'm thinking about college sports or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on. You don't remember Mr. Hedis, dude? Mr. Hedis taught us Hedis, a lot. Hedis, 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 Hedis. Fucking Mr. Hedis. What a name. What a guy. What a fascinating character. As far as teachers mm. go, in fact... Mr. Hedis. Very fascinating, actually. Yeah. What's his first name? Do you remember? I need to look him up. Mark Hedis, maybe? Oh, my oh there God. it is. Yeah, I think it there is. Scott is. is rev- there it is. Oh, sure. Hey, let me. <laughs> it's got the Martin. There's a, there's a, it's 21% of your salt content, but there is 1,133 servings per container. And then. <laughs> In the box of coat more. <laughs> That's rough. I know. Wow. Shocking. That's roughly like 250 days of sodium right here. <laughs> that is uh, that is intense. Yeah, that's very intense. 
I think, but Mark, yeah, I, I think Mark Chris has moved on to Mott Community College. Did I get Mark right? Is it Mark? I he's a professor. Uh, yes, and he was Woo-hoo! a teacher, and he's Fenton, Michigan. It's got to oh, be him, yeah. right? It's got to be too many. How that's many too Mark many variables. Hedises, how many Mark Hedises would be professors at Mott College in Michigan? It's fucking hilarious that I remember his first name. I never called him Mark Hedis. He was our chemistry high school teacher. For those of you who don't know, uh, we went to Heartland High School, me and Luke, and there's a lot of teachers that are, you know, impactful. Just like your high school experience, I'm sure you had a lot of teachers that you told stories about, you made fun of, uh, you wanted to fuck. Uh, There's a lot of different angles with teachers in high school. And Mr. Hedis doesn't get enough credit amongst some of the teachers we talked about. He was a a weird, uh, not a weird guy, he was just... Very chill. You know what? As as we've gotten older, <clears throat> as we've gotten older, he was a guy. So he's oh boy, this is very depressing. But he Uh-oh. was no, he got made fun of for driving a fucking uh, what the fuck was his car? It was a bizarre. A no, no, no. It was a bizarre, like random kind of Toyota. It was like a looked like a uh, a fucking. What's the one? The Pinto. It kind of like it was like a it was Pinto esque. A Fiesta. It wasn't something like that. Something something stupid. It was something really fucking stupid. Remember was, Trevor had that Fiesta? That thing was so fucking tiny. Do you remember that Trevor's car? No. That green. Don't. You don't remember that thing? No, I didn't hang out with Trevor. You don't know. You know what I'm talking about. I don't want to say his last name because maybe he doesn't want me to say it. But fuck it. Who cares? Well, yes, Trevor no, Brooks. I, we went to high school. With Trevor Brooks. He had course. the tiniest. Ford Fiesta. He used to pick me up from school and he would be so pissed because every morning he'd be out there in the driveway right now. Imagine how cold it is. It's dead of winter. It's January. It's 730. We're supposed to be at school. I'm not awake at all. He's out there. Clock's ticking by five minutes, seven minutes. It comes banging on this window. I had this front window at my house, which is very easily accessible. It was a ranch style house, you know, and I was at the front bedroom on the far right. So he'd go over there and bang on it. Kobe. You coming to school or what? And that also was like a Liberty. I did, I kind of mixed because Liberty did that too. Goofy. You know, he would say that to me too. But anyways, I just always was never ready to get out of bed back then. It was, it was like the most impossible thing in the world for some reason. That lasted for like 20 years. (laughs) It really wasn't. No, it really was like a a a teens into my early 20s thing for sure. It eventually changed, but it was weird. It was so fucking difficult and it happened again and again and every day i can't believe he would come back and pick me up but at any rate that was uh the fiesta and that thing was tiny as fuck it was like smaller than the geo that fucking geo car that they had the geo metro the geo yeah 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 (laughs) remember the geo tracker those fucking neon green geo trackers (laughs) oh yeah was that like (laughs) it was like like a mini (laughs) mini suv or some bullshit yeah was that like a prelude to the uh you know, like the the Volkswagen becoming like the techno car. I feel like that was an early version of 90s techno people. It was kind of, yeah, it was sort of like a, a fucking trar. It had like the car, <laughs> truck, trar. fucking shit, you know, like an El Camino with the ass end cut off. <laughs> oh, my God, this kid tried to sell me El Camino as my first car once in high school. He totally tried to rip me off. I didn't know what it was. I never heard of it in my life. He's like, yeah, you want to buy an El Camino? I'm like, what? I didn't even know what it was. It was... Anyways, I'm getting way... I'm getting high school memories flooding in here. But So, Mr. Hedis is okay then, Luke? He's okay. No, I'm just... I'm trying to figure out... I, I literally did a search for bad cars from the 90s and then bad cars from the 80s, and it's close. It's the, We're getting real close here. If you look up... if you, uh, Let's see here. 
Let me get back to the beginning. Oh, yeah, here we go. If you look up a Fiat Panda, that's basically what he was driving. <laughs> Fiat Panda. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's from 1980. And, hey, it gets a 7 out of 10. Oh, wait, no, it's 7 out of 10 worst cars in the 80s. I remember Mrs. Evans drove the uh, the Nissan sports car they tried to it tried to look like it was a cool sports car wow i can't believe i forgot yeah, what it's no, called N- nissan is nissan is total garbage i've i've oh driven, i know that personally i've driven yes. one of their oh yes you've driven new ones too i drove i drove one while we were on uh, uh while we were summering in the winter in colorado what was uh, your guys uh fucking trash what was your guys first car <laughs> mm, hold on mr Hedis. oh wait used to drive you said used to drive a rusted out rusted out panda or whatever the fuck that car was and he got made fun of mercilessly for it and now as we're older and we're seeing like teachers having to fucking do that uh that puts a lot of things in perspective it's really fucking disgusting that uh you know he was in that position and we did that to him (laughs) or bastard uh, by the way, I think I was thinking of a Mazda. Mazda Miata was the correct answer for Mrs. Evans' car. The Mazda Miata. A little tiny red two-seater. Looked like you it was a not. cool sports car, but it's still a piece of shit. I kind of feel like you weren't listening to what I was just saying. No, Trash Panda. He got... <laughs> oh, wait. Trash Pandas are raccoons, and we totally <laughs> tore Mr. Hedis apart for his... Kia yeah, Panda. He, he was piece of no. Shit. He was he was just trying to get to fucking work, and all he did was suffer <laughs> a bunch of just miserable bullshit from a bunch of fucking assholes who live in a suburb. <laughs> they're not really assholes, though. They're just teenagers. They're not. They're just teenagers. That's oh, part well, of being a teenager. That's a good question. I mean, teenagers then are by definition assholes. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, by so the way, then, so then first he car, shouldn't have, first he should, yeah. He should not have had any hurt feelings. So we can move on. No, he should have. Oh, he already lived life. He, Even if he was a moron, you're more advanced as a 38-year-old man or woman. He was, probably, he was probably 35. 38. Tops. I said 38. That's He could have been 38. 38's fine. He was a young uh, man by the way, Scott, being, being made fun my, of constantly. My first, yeah. Yes, he's a young man, poor bastard. Moving on. Terrible existence. Poor bastard. Uh, by the way, my first car, as Scott asked, was technically the Cutlass Sierra, an Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra, you oh, know, yes. the blue boxy car that I bought from Pat Armour's dad for 200 bones, 200 bucks. It was a good Ow. deal in 1996. It lasted just under two weeks, and he's a good Christian. Clams. 200 clams. <laughs> he's such a good Christian, though, that he gave me my money back because it only lasted for about 12 days. Is that the one uh, but that was- we had one great ride. One great ride in that thing. <laughs> that was up to the Flint local for a Friday night show to see fucking Square One Ooh, or yeah. whoever the fuck it was at the Flint local that night. And oh, the we fl- had the a four, ball. We had a murderous. Yeah. Yeah. The Flint local. We we drove up there fucking on Friday night. And I was the driver for the first time. And it was God exciting. Damn. And there was a murderous snowstorm. Murderous snowstorm. So on the way back, there was like six people in my car. And I got my girlfriend <laughs> next to me. And I'm driving through it. And I think we're everyone thinks we're going to die. But we didn't. So we lived. Feel free to click on that link that I sent on the private chat. That's my fuck first it. car. The 1980 the Chrysler Cordoba. The maroon 1980 Chrysler Cordoba. That boy was bigger than... 
a fucking wow. bungalow. The best part about this to me it's is a doozy. That is a doozy. Is, is that there's the bench a... had the bench seats, dude. You could literally you could fit six. You could fit like maybe eight in there comfortably. There's you not even cruising. a there's not even like a just a picture from Google. It's like a manual. It's a it's a picture from the sales manual from the brochure. No! We'll go camping. <laughs> It's yeah, no camping in that thing. Oh my god, it's a sweet looking car. Holy shit. I want that. <laughs> but I had that boy in like 98. It was like 20 oh years god. old at that point. It looks like a Grand National. You've seen those Grand Nationals? Holy shit. Yeah, man. I a had a cool looking car. I had I had Crown Vicks and shit. I had a bunch of weird shit. Son of about, a bitch! I've had about like 15 cars. It's nonsense. <laughs> oh yeah i mean if we're gonna go down that road it'll just get out of control quickly but yeah that, I, technically though my first i call my first original car it was a cavalier it was a red chevy cavalier the like red, the late the 80s cavalier. one the boxy one so. like mm -hmm. was was this the one that i that uh, i did see on old 23 or us 23 on the side of the road uh <laughs> old 23 you got it right uh, yeah oh, it was yeah, old 23 yeah. i drove yeah, by yeah, it yeah. I, I drove by it and was like Whoa, 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 what the fuck? That's Mike's car. I just drove right by it. <laughs> and then I, uh, I I must have met you somewhere because, uh, yeah, you had confirmed. Yeah, that's my car. And, and I was out of gas. Yeah, you're yeah. out of gas. Yeah, you ran out of gas on the road. I was infamous for running out of gas for about an eight-month period uh. there, man. Just I did it at least four times, and we did not live in an urban environment at all. So it was very challenging every time I ran out of gas. <laughs> dumb so yeah it's it's really funny though so it's worth it <laughs> it was it was it got a good workout man i just I, walk anywhere I, so i drove by the car i think i think what happened is i drove by the car a second time uh i don't know if you just left it <laughs> i think you did i, I think it had like stickers very on possible it. yeah i think it had stickers <laughs> it's like he just left his car that was also the car oh my god that was also the car that we uh we we locked brandon in the trunk and we uh escaped from school <laughs> were you uh you know you weren't i wasn't there. a part oh, of that though oh, so i don't think you that handed was me. me the keys you handed me the keys and you were like yeah do whatever the fuck you want and we just left uh it was that sounds the, like me but it was oh that was definitely you and it was uh your it was a cavalier it's the red the red cavalier you gave me the keys and uh it was me and liberty and morgan and we had harview in the trunk i don't know why but he was in the trunk <laughs> And we drove. Gotta get by, a pie, we, fat ball, dude. Fat ball get by, was on yes. your ass. Well, we had to get by. Well, it wasn't fat ball. Who was the uh, hall monitor at the end of the? Uh, at the end. Fat of ball. The, no, no. At the at the the dude that used to sit at the end of the parking lot and check everybody. That was him. Well, he would do that. He was one of them. He could have been. It could have been him. He definitely they, was. He had that station wagon. He had that long station wagon. The gross holy dirty. Shit. That oh was he God. was one of them. He was there might have been another people. In fact, I can't think of the other person, but Fat Bald was definitely one of them. <laughs> also notice Mr. Erickson. He had a real name. Poor uh, we guy. were not again. Uh, we've covered this before on the show. Yes. We're not very good. Teenagers are back assholes. in the day with our originality <laughs> of our names. The guy's fat and he's bald, so we called him Fat Bald. That's mm -hmm. not. But it, but it's That's also kind of, but it's also pretty funny. A lot of people have unoriginal nicknames. That one's actually. Oh, man, what about nicknames? <laughs> Anyhow, we, football we, Nirvana, football Nirvana was maybe the dumbest one <laughs> only because he was on the Last JV day. football team. So he wore his Jersey on Thursdays when the JV team would play like every football player did when their school played a game that day. But he had like Kurt Cobain, long blonde hair that was thin 
and straight. So we call them football nirvana. He also has a name. Dude, that's amazing. That's that's exactly how we gave nicknames. We were the outcasts in our school, too. We were like kind of like the land of misfit toys and gave those exact same fucking nicknames. It was nice. like there was we gave a nickname to this one woman, Turbo Wall Walker, because she walked. <laughs> She walked, she like walked very quickly, like very close to the wall. So obviously she was turbo wall walker. Well, I think it says it all. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see it now. That's very and then clear. This, yeah. this one woman who had uh, very short legs, we called 10 centimeter legs. It was very. <laughs> and then there was a dude, there was, literal. there was a, there was a dude who looked like Beavis and Butthead together, who we called Buttvis. You know, just very cutting edge shit. <laughs> That's you not complicated. Not beefhead. Beefhead would have been a good one. Be, yeah, beefhead. Beefhead. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, beef, beefhead. Beefhead. And we we, we toward butt. Hold on, wait. Hold on. What was my my first card? I got a first card. <laughs> wait, wait. Don't forget walking penis man. By the way, that was what we called one of our teachers. So that was. You can put that one together as well, Scott. Walking penis man. We go walking penis man. Three different people would chant each word from across the hallway at any given moment. This is very true, by the way. Also, while to, to circle back to the teachers, the teacher that every boy wanted to get with was the French teacher whose name was Mrs. Pounds. True story. Shut up. Real, real. I talk. believe that. Seems very bad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she was like probably 38, French teacher, you know. You get the drill. Look, French well, teachers would usually be attractive for some reason. We kind of got screwed on ours, Luke, I feel like. Yeah, because we had a Spanish teacher, and she definitely... Well, she's even worse, but the French teacher... Odds are, across the country, French teachers should usually probably be more attractive. Just for some reason. It just seems that way. It's a cliche. It's a stereotype, <laughs> yes. But uh, Mrs. Cooley was ours, and she just did not fit that bill at all. So I, wow. I didn't take French. I, I didn't take Neither French did at all. No. Yeah, I took Spanish, like Luke said. And Mrs. Cody was just not even anything. She was just <laughs> a mom. Mrs. Cody. She was a mom. Yeah. Oh anyway, God. so Luke, your first car. I'm trying to remember if I can recall your first car. It feels like it was a Grand Am or a Grand Prix. Right a white track. one? Yes, sir. You nailed it. Oh. Yeah. It was a 19. Like a 93? It was a 1990. No. Oh, it was, oh. A 19, it was a 1990 uh, Pontiac Grand Am with a, uh, with a <laughs> what the fuck did they call it? Uh, it was like a spoiler. Split. As a split, <laughs> split carburetor. It, it had a carburetor uh, fuel injection uh, system, so it was a it was a very unique engine actually. And so, wow. The thing the thing was uh, the thing was like rotted. The fucking metal was rotted. Actually, I, also I bought it from our gym teacher. That was the other point. Oh, and uh, Mr. Mr. Barnes, Barnes or Mr. Farner? Mr. Barnes. Oh my God. He was wow. the guy, Mr. Barnes was the super angry gym teacher that everybody remembers from school. That it's also sick. that also had to teach uh sex ed. And that was the <laughs> fucking funniest. It was he was so angry to have even having to do that, I think. And he, he really was, like, was speaking of Beavis and Butthead, he was like that guy, the gym teacher guy. He really he was, was in a way. He would mm -hmm. scream and be like, the penis goes in yep. to the vagina. And then yep, he would, we, then he would, he would use the banana, and he would 
like roll the con. Oh my god, it was. Dude, we had that same fucking teacher, gym Dick. teacher, sex act. Dick. What was? These, these poor people they get stuck Why in that. They get yeah. stuck having to teach sex ed. Mr. Lancy, wants yeah, to do it. man. He always he, he like you know drew. He like compared Florida to a penis and this. You know. Oh, this guy he would put his two fingers up and he would roll a condom down it and he'd be like, "I didn't hey, fuck you." God damn it! All right, yeah, that's wait, 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 wait. So, so that I bought, was a I sweet bought his car. car. Okay. I bought his oh. car. Yeah, it was badass. But the thing is, it was um, it was uh, it was fucking rotted. And I, I looked it up like you. Oh, it was a '91. Actually, it wasn't a 1990. It was a '91. And Still the the steel that they used in that year uh, was uh, contaminated. China, or had or you know steel <laughs> steel rots because it's a composite of different materials. So uh, the steel the steel was bad. And if you remember, Mike, it had giant. It like within six months, like there were giant holes that had like rusted out rust holes. Yeah. 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 And I had to, I bondoed it, but I got so lazy with the, with that whole process. I bondoed it, primed it and I left it. So I had a white car that had these big gray primer fucking bondo spots. (laughs) This is done, man. That sounds, I can see that now. I can see that now. And I used to drive to uh, Birmingham. I used to drive to Birmingham, which is a super fancy place in Michigan for anyone who doesn't live here. Uh, It is, yeah. It's like uh, Orange County. I would leave leave work just shirtless because I was fucking sweating and everything was horrible. And I would just throw my shirt in the back and I would just cruise down Main Street uh, with my my gross-ass car. I'm surprised you didn't get killed, man. That is... I was surprised. That is so, un- hey, so unsavory not, for Birmingham, dude. Not, not, kill, not killed, but maybe served with a summons. I should have been served with a summons. <laughs> we're just, right, we're just, we're just felt, looking unsightly. I felt like the most dangerous person in that whole area. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I actually could never tell. I always confuse to this day the goddamn Grand Am and the Grand Prix. I think the Grand Pre was a little more had the, like the aerodynamically different front. Uh, it's, big, it's bigger. It's it was bigger. Uh, it was so it was a wider. It was a wider uh, chassis. Chassis. <laughs> Ooh, wow, we're getting into yeah, we're talking cars. This must be the most in-depth car talk we've had yet on the show. It is by far. Uh, it was. It's a wider car. It was a bigger car, and it had a more. Um, yeah, you're right. It had a more like Ferrari type point on it. Whereas the Grand M's had more of a rounded front. Ah, because this was a popular car during this time. Uh, uh, Niall had one. I think he had a Grand Am. Uh, and Brandon no, had like Morgan a newer did. Grand Mor- Prix. Morgan, a Grand Morgan Prix. A Grand no, Morgan had one too. Kyle well, had one? Yeah, he had like this Pontiac. It was like temporary. It was gray. Gray or silver. Ask him about it. I'm pretty sure. It was temporary. I don't know how long it existed, but it existed during that time. But Brandon had like a brand newish, like an almost newer Grand Prix. Yeah. Or, I can't. Fuck. I don't know. And he had some fancy wheels. Damn it. It was. It was a red, and it was like a sweet car. For, I was like, I'd be pretty lucky to be driving that car at the time. I remember Morgan's teal Grand Prix, and that was uh, that was a pretty hot car as well. But his first well, Morgan, car, Morgan's Morgan first had, car, a friend Morgan of ours, had a Morgan. Grand M. Morgan had a Grand M. <laughs> Oh, Morgan a Grand Am. God damn it! Yeah, but Morgan's first car, Scott, our friend Morgan, his first car was this big-ass boat, man. Just the biggest. Oh, I mean, your car is huge. This car you're showing off is your first car. 
What's it called? Mass- the, uh, the Chrysler Cordoba. Yeah, the Cordoba. The Cordoba, thank you, yes. This thing is huge. The Chrysler Cordova is a big fucking car. That's Scott's first car. But I guarantee you, this fucker was a rival, man. It was right there oh, this- with it. No, I think I Oh, yeah, dude. Just a fucking gymnasium of an automobile. <laughs> it was! Gymnasium. It was! Yes. No, Morgan It totally had, was. Morgan had a... Um, hold on. I literally just stumbled across it. Uh, most flamboyant It's not a continental. It's, I mean... It's no, like a late seventies or eighties, even. It, it it was no, huge. it was eighties. It's it not was, a Lincoln. It was, it was definitely eighties. It was the biggest fucking car. It was a. Fucking, was it an it Oldsmobile? A, I think it was either it was either an Olds or a Cadillac. It was Olds, massive, Olds massive in the eighties. Yeah. It was massive. It was so it, big. It yeah, I don't think it was a Cadillac, a, but yeah, in a fucking parking spot. It was, it was never. Square? It never <laughs> yeah, it was a big was, ass square, and he used to, and Morgan used to wear those like. Stupid fucking sunglasses that had like the the octagonal and like the triangle, you know, like the the eighties sunglasses, and he would be like, yeah, yeah! and he would just fucking rip out of the. Oh my god, dude! Other popular varietals in our high school were, uh, you know, the Dodge Neon and the Ford Probe. Those were massive. And you, oh and yeah, you like, yeah, dude. And the trucks, yes. like the the Ford, like the what were the trucks in the at the turn of the century? The Ford. Uh, they were like F one fifties. The Ranger, like, the Rangers, the pickup trucks. S S yeah, the S-10s smaller one, the, the tiny one. S tens was Chevy and the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yes. are the two. It was S tens and Rangers. They were everywhere with those fold down seats in the back. It like masqueraded as a four person vehicle. <laughs> Dude, you nailed it. Probes and neons were everything. You're right. Dave Petrucci probe. had a probe. Pro and it. didn't Chad have a probe it. too? They both had probes. These everybody fucking totaled their fucking probes. That that was everybody like had a neon. Yep, yep. totaled that. The fucking no, probe, fucking probes. I dropped, a, I dropped a fucking beer glass through his back window at the dump. <laughs> that was so terrible. That was so yes. awful, man. I fucking felt so oh bad. I didn't do it on purpose. It was. It wasn't a party. It was just like a Tuesday afternoon at like one p.m. and we had this huge. We had a very high stilted deck. Because we at our main house was above the basement, which was a walkout basement, so it was like ten feet up, you know. So you'd come up these stairs at least, and yep. all of our cars were below it in the parking area. And yep. I had this giant stein, like um, a big twenty-four ounce was, heavy-duty glass stein. And uh, I know what this. I know exactly what stein it is, because I have one too. We all had one that had our names on it. And you threw yeah, it. Yeah, they were, they were okay, cheap at Meyer. You said you dropped it. I didn't. I, I will say. I didn't throw it. I didn't throw it. I knocked it off with my elbow. That's exactly what happened, dude. I remember it because it was on the ledge of the, of the uh, the thing there, the balcony. Well, there's, there's nothing like just that, turned. That, that fine craftsmanship on the neon. <laughs> Fucking Stein. <laughs> a Stein hits the back window. It exploded, by the way. This mic isn't like really doing it justice. The entire fucking back window just exploded. <laughs> It just turned into it turned into mulch. You just dropped a glass. It turned into fucking mulch. No, neons oh, are infamous awful. for being like very highly targeted as cars you can just break just into steal. with a fucking toothpick. You can, yeah, you can you can you can you can, boost, you can boost it with a couple of flossers and a toothpick. Yeah, just with <laughs> sheer will. With sheer will, you can hotwire a fucking neon. <laughs> that's funny you know that was my so i had two 
bad goes. That was the second back window I destroyed accidentally when it fell right through. By the way, Ooh. it couldn't just fall on the roof of the car or anything. It had to fall in the back window. But the original back window I destroyed was four or five years earlier, late senior year. My friend Corey, which I accidentally, but I definitely threw this beer bottle and it went right through the back window of his Nissan Sentra, which was a very new family car. And that one hurt pretty bad. It was, uh, I remember... Because it was like the last episode of Seinfeld. I swear, it was like at Jimmy Tax's house. We all went there to watch the final episode of Seinfeld. So this is 98. And we're out there having a great so time. Lame. We're drunk. We're 17. Drinking George Killian's or some stupid glass bottle that we thought was high class. And I threw it right George through Samuel his Smith's. fucking back window. I guarantee you it was Samuel Smith's. You were drinking yeah. Samuel <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, Granny Smith? Probably. That's no, what it was. Samuel, Samuel Smith. The... the, the like, uh, yeah, the brown one. Man, oh. fuck. The damage was probably like $81 for the window, <laughs> right? 98. That shit. I mean, that depresses me that you could fuck up a window and it would cost you like 70 bucks to fix it. Today, it's, it's probably like $6,000. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is a Nissan. And we, have, we have discussed how Nissans are garbage. So I don't know. Uh, they'll charge you a thousand dollars, but it's worth like forty eight dollars. <laughs> like uh, uh, Corey was so uh, he held that over me for like a year. By the way, it was tough. He really guilted me on that one for like two years, and I deserved it. But it was it was a painful experience for me to do it again a second time to a friend. I didn't mean to do it the second time. I had flashbacks for a while there, and I was already pretty depressed. So the uh, there there's. My God, how many how many windows have we blown out? There's uh, yet another experience at the Rage Against the Machine concert in Pontiac. We oh wow, uh, were you there, Mike? No, I, I never saw Rage till 2008. So it was Rage Against the Machine uh, in Pontiac. I don't know what year that was. Uh, 99, 2000, 2001, something like that. Uh, we were drinking in somebody's minivan and. Uh, and well, Keith will never hear this, right? So, our, no, our buddy, our, yeah, our buddy Keith just he finished a beer. He was like, uh, he was like, yeah, and he pounded it and he fucking threw the bottle in the air as high as he could in the middle of a parking lot. Hundred thousand fucking cars, just ah! boom, and yep. we fucking ran, just like uh, like the scared little babies we were we fucking ran ran away uh nobody left a note uh i wonder <laughs> to this day that guy that guy probably has like a story now he probably tells that story i, I can't wait to hear that someday some random dude on a podcast <laughs> you're gonna hear that someday yeah. uh, just some random dude on a podcast. who knows man somebody might just be like uh yeah i was in fucking detroit you know i was in pontiac <laughs> for rage you know and he was like i didn't even care man because it was fucking rage and that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to break fucking windows i don't know maybe huh. but god okay. damn it it cost me 57 dollars to fix that window that is yeah that is the third <laughs> that is those are three three back windows being blown out Have a good just, just in our uh five minutes oh shit we've been talking for 30 minutes on this at any rate, uh, I wanted to give you guys a quick update. Morgan responded, guys. The answer is, I just put it in the private chat. Oh, my God. It's a Oldsmobile, a Caprice, the cop cars. Remember the Caprice? It was a Caprice. Caprice. 
An God. 84 Oldsmobile Caprice. Oh, my God. Not the Caprice that's more rounded that people came to know as the cop cars like in the early 90s and the mid-90s and the 90s, really, forever. In fact, Caprices were always cop cars for a good 10 years oh, there. You, I can point yeah. it out quickly. I always knew, but this was the pre-boxy yeah. one. I would that be it. a good uh, female? No, it's it's boxy today. Or would you be setting your daughter up for disaster if you called her Caprice? Caprice? Hey, Caprice! Cool, Caprice! Yeah, I mean, you if might it's a tribute to that car. Yeah, it feels like that's hey, a. Dick I don't move, know. You but... might be able. You might be able to push her past uh, stripper dumb just by naming. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's like a dangerous. This is a dangerous name. Don't fuck up. It's yeah. like a. Uh, you know, it's not fun when you have a thing like this. Okay, it's not fun. <laughs> It's very similar to a boy named Sue. You know, it's a girl named Caprice. Everyone welcome Caprice. She will never she will never Caprice. let it happen. <laughs> well, you know, I was gonna mention so we got two emails we gotta get to. We gotta knock those out. You guys are killing it with the emails. These assholes here, Scott and John. Scott and John. Yes. John, Scott, Scott and John. And Luke. Scott and John yeah. are the two assholes. Scott Scott yes. John Luke. <laughs> They, uh, you guys will respond to their emails one day. I mean, these guys, these no, emails are perfect I, for you, Luke. Like they're tailor-made for you to just go off on an email rant. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I absolutely did. But at the same time, I had, uh, about four or five corrupt software programs on my computer today. And I had to have it jump into my computer and like delete mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff. And like, I was, I was in the email, I was ready to go, and I didn't get a chance to respond. But oh. I, I will, I will, I will definitely respond because uh, I definitely feel like uh, I shouldn't, you know, constantly be devolving into like uh, incoherent, uh, profanity-laced ad hominem attacks against, you know, the neoliberal order without having any type of structure or <laughs> anything else. So. That's yes. that's definitely on me, and and I I write better than I talk sometimes, but you do, also, yeah. But I'm also I'm also you know you got to dial it down the bourbon sometimes. I think both of you guys are eloquent writers. I'm pretty confident. I I could see both of you guys writing beautiful emails. Thanks. God, the last la thank you. The last time someone said I was a good writer, I was in high school, and I should <laughs> I should have pursued writing, but I don't know. If that would have worked out for me. It was in French class, and her name was... Mrs. Pounds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Where are uh, you, way, Mrs. So we, Pounds? Where have you gone, Mrs. Pounds? Uh, so we have two emails today from our friends of the show who always write us. You guys are the best. Danny and Brian, thank you so much. This is a friend of mine. And we love you guys. It's really wonderful that you guys write us emails. Eric's, you guys write oh, us. We have at least like four dedicated fans to the show for real. It's pretty cool. Thanks, guys. All also, four of you. By the way, does a woman ever listen to the show? I'd be curious to know. Email us. Is it safepod at gmail.com? I, I would say keep your women away from the show. Uh, that, no, that probably, let's not be like that. Let's come on. Let's I'm kidding. I'm in. kidding. I'm kidding. But but we have, okay, if there are four, four listeners, I don't want to, boy, I don't want to jeopardize this. <laughs> I really, I want them uh -oh. to stick around. No, these are people we respect and we love and we respect their opinion and they're super fucking smart. So the fact that it's like, it's this, it's a small group of dedicated listeners uh, does not, it, it makes me happier actually, because these are fucking real dudes that I love. It's beautiful. 
And Dan, Danny is Danny is uh, he's automatically invited to the uh, he's invited well, to the Christmas party. I think we Car-ram-ra. should. I think we should all read. Like, get it? Yeah, I got it. Danny's got like a seven hundred page book on like basketball and that's and right, that's right culture that we all need to read and do a book review on. Ooh, oh, that might not be a bad idea. Let's do a book it's review. Probably not a bad idea. I yeah, got a copy of it. You can get that shit on Amazon. I know, I know. I actually meant to buy it, but that was when I didn't make shit. Uh, like don't buy it on Amazon. Like textbook fucking sized book. Danny oh, yeah. went hard, man. Where does he make money? Uh, where do I buy it? Just, just send me the goddamn link uh, after this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah email us. Yeah. Email us a link. Danny, email the show. It's a safe pot at gmail.com, like you always do, and tell us more about this situation. We'd love Danny, to hear about it. Copies I will, of I will the buy fucking it book that we can send you money no, 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 directly no. to buy the no. fucking book. No, I, I will buy it. I want to buy it so that he makes money off of it. I do not want I want to buy it from Danny. I'd rather, if I can go back in time, oh, I'd buy oh. it from Danny. And he can, say, he can sell it to us at a markup. That's fine, too. <laughs> oh, okay. He can charge us uh, 50 bucks a piece. That's fine. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> yeah, so we got these two emails to read, which we will read to you because that's what we do. And we want to hear what they have to say because you guys... Make the show happen. It would, otherwise, it would just be the three of us talking into a void, I suppose. And that's not yeah, as cool, We only right? did that for 36 minutes, uh, talking about cars and bullshit. So. <laughs> but, it. Um, yeah, I wanted to... Well, I was talking at the beginning of the show. We were supposed to press record because I actually donated stuff to the Salvation Army. So I wanted to say, hey, I did it. I finally went there, dropped this shit off. I even dropped off a full-on desktop computer that really works. So I hope that goes to good use in some way. It, it really really sat in my back seat for about two weeks uh, it took even longer than that when it was just stuck in my house so yay i finally did yeah, it buddy. and uh yeah i don't know why we uh were talking about that but it felt like something i wanted to mention do you guys donate shit do other people drop shit off i'm just you know it's the del it's always there the salvation army is I not just a, a place for you to look cool in your fucking thrifty shirts you know the, what what uh what i've been doing for the last I don't know, say five years or so is I'll, I'll find whatever Facebook group is local and I'll just say free, free desk or free couch or whatever it is. And uh, I gave away a, a massive, it was a really big sound system with, it was like a Sony, it was, it was older, but it was like a Sony sound system surround it had everything. It had all the wires, it had fucking everything to it. It worked Ooh. flawlessly. It sounded amazing and it had not been used in probably, I don't know, fucking eight, 10 years. Cause it was gifted to me from my father-in-law. And I was like, shit, I'm just going to put this on face. What am I doing with it? Why is it in my basement? It's just cause no! I, it's because you just like you just like having shit right you just like you just enjoy looking at stuff that you have you're like well no no look at that look at look at that thing that i might use at some point boy you get sick of it though you shove it in the closet you shove it in your basement that's what you guys did when you first moved in there man that basement's filled with shit down there that's right because it's a basement and that's what you do with it so exactly. I, I just kept. So it's not looking. something fun to look at. No, I just kept looking at it and picturing the finished basement of my dreams and having a an awesome 1997 fucking surround sound system. I was so pumped about it. <laughs> and I uh, no shit. I put that on it's Facebook. It's a doozy. But then on Facebook, it was two minutes later. I got a response and gave it to somebody who was fucking thrilled to have it. He was super excited. 
That's what you should do. Just put it on. Just like find, you came in his pants. Just find your local. Just find your local <laughs> like Facebook group and just do that. I've got a bunch of shit that I need to do that with. I got an Xbox. Oh, oh shit! I got you good, you fucker. Yeah, you got I, his I, ass, didn't you? I, I've got the last version of the Xbox, and I'll never play it. So I, it's the sitting, last version, the original. Well, no, it's no, no, the the literally the the penultimate one, the the prior one. The three sixty. Yeah, three sixty. It's just oh. it's just sitting here, and I was gonna give it to somebody down the street, but I was like, I don't know if the parents want them to have if the parents want the kids to have a video game system. Some parents have pretty strong. How dare you, sir? Yeah, some would be really pissed. Hey, what are you doing, you dick? I know, I know. It's uh, they wouldn't be mad, but it's I. Yeah, I wouldn't be so, surprised if it has the Red Ring of Death. That thing was known for the Red Ring of Death pretty easily. So anyhow, anybody know. anybody wants a fucking Xbox 360? Let me know. I've got <laughs> Red Dead Redemption is the only game that I've got, and <laughs> but I've got all the cords or whatever. So is this shit actually worth anything? Like in no, I, no, no fuck gonna, no, I'm not, fuck I'm no. Not, no, it's not I worth it. Oh my god! 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 <laughs> If you do that again, I am going to freak out. <laughs> uh, by the way, those aren't those aren't really worth anything now. You could buy a 360. I bought one at the retro video game store two years ago, or right after the pandemic started, and I I bought it for sixty bucks, including controller. So I think the reset value is pretty cheap. low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 360s are, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't even care. Like, if it was a five hundred dollar resale value, I don't <laughs> give a shit. I no, not no. selling that, not spending any time doing it. What is? By this? the way, I have another three sixty story. When I went down on a trip, the summer of twenty fifteen, <laughs> I went on a massive trip. I went to Chicago for five days, hung out with friends, and then I drove all the way down to South Carolina to hang out with Guile. And it was awesome. And then I drove up to Myrtle Beach for a night before I went to Baltimore to hang out in Annapolis with Aaron for five days. It was a great run there in July, August of 2015. And in one of those hotels, I believe in Myrtle Beach that night, I left a tiny television I brought along with me, like a like a 20-inch Sony that I think my mom had in the old fitness room, which was very small, and it tilted back and forth. This is a piece of shit, but it was a TV that worked, and it was thin. And a 360. I just left them in the room when I left and checked out. The 360 and a TV. You just left them? Yeah, I said, you know what? I'm making a change today. No more video games. I'm leaving this in the past. <laughs> you know what? That's why you don't make changes when you're on vacation. It's fucking stupid. All right, let's get to the emails. It sounds like a uh, a rash move. Uh, also, also their uh, emails. That's right. We've got emails. Okay. You in here with some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit! Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them! Oh, that's all right, a, uh, You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? <laughs> R.I.P. No, no I rest can't say in, I Rest in so. penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob Saget died. That's uh, a big deal to a lot of people. I have to be honest, like, I've, it's a bummer, and he seems like a good dude, but it's not like, it's not just crushing my life at all by any means. I want to be clear about this. No disrespect to the yeah. man. By all accounts, everyone loves him, but, you know, and I know Phil Hulse is a big deal to some people, and but as a comedian himself, he wasn't that relevant to me as a comedian. Also, he wasn't, it's not like he was still hosting fucking 
uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. It's not like you lost your Sunday night. Oh, YouTube before no. YouTube, except it was a six, you know, half hour television show. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. No, he Here's was an unpopular. Um, it's it's a bummer, but you know, he was. I've got an unpopular movie. take. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second here. Can I uh, fire this up? Yeah, I have fire. this thing. It's the. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute. It's called the unpopular take threshold warning. So everyone can be prepared for the fact that an unpopular and controversial, we won't call it hot, take is about to go down. Just so people know and they're not, you know, freaking out like, oh, my God, what's going on here? How the fuck did this happen? How did this take get into the world all of a sudden? We need to prepare people properly. So... fucking hilarious for some reason john scott's making this stupid he held his face with his hands for about 15 seconds it's really funny okay uh unpopular take alert has been offered you now have the floor sir regardless of how much i envy or respect someone's art i have a hard time giving a damn when someone dies after the age of 50 really you know, I mean, my favorite musicians have died. They're, oh, they're 62, they're 67, <laughs> they're 78, they're 101. It's like, I don't know. I, I actually, Betty White just, died. Yeah, everyone's like, Betty White died. Dude, does anyone <laughs> fucking watch the Golden Girls? Like, hey, well, listen, it's not like if it's you sit, current. If you sit around and watch current. the Golden Girls, good for you. Like, good. That's sweet. Like, good. Like, the Golden Girls was so fucking important to you that like Betty White's <laughs> death at 99 is something that you feel like you need to mourn. I just I don't know. I, I don't get it. That shit rings hollow to me. People oh, fucking boy. die. Mike's got the Golden Girls 365 day calendar or whatever the hell that is. That's and, it's a magnet uh, set. And if you and if you add up <laughs> if, you, if you add up all their ages, it's about 365. So good job. Hey, it's got mag know, it's a magnet set that I got for four bucks once. It's got cheesecake because they always come around the table eat cheesecake and much of dumb shit. Anyway. Stop it. This so it's just really nuts. So basically it's just sad that people die, right? It doesn't matter if they're 30, well, yeah, 60, but, or 99. I don't care. I don't get all bent out of shape when people die. Like when Prince yeah, died. People that you like, don't know. Yeah, people that you don't know. Who gives a fuck? It's it it's a bummer if they're creating stuff. There you go. I think this sums up what you're saying quite clearly and beautifully. Simply. Anyways, Anyways, I don't know. I don't know if that's un unpopular, but people, I just see all this mourning over these like fucking Harry Reid died. Ah! Oh fuck that it's shit! Like, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? I gotta take a dump. Get out of my face. When did a politician oh. die that moved you ever, ever? Fucking tell me what when politician some politician ever moved you that fucking died ever in your yes. fucking life. Well, I don't know if we're going by if we're going by uh, Bobby Kennedy. 
Na- name alone, I mean, colon moving, you'd probably read that on the shitter, right? So, colon moved. I think something something is something's there. It's just not funny. It's just uh, depressing and stupid because all these people are fucking war criminals and they're awful human <laughs> beings. Do you know that he fucking covered up the My Lai massacre? That was no, he wouldn't do something like that. He wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and people like me are crazy for uh, getting angry about politics. I do want to do actually that. Does... <laughs> I want to. And that's, I wanna and that's do hold a on, bit wait. That's, that's like, blow we up, ask though, right? you about politics. We're, we're like, I want to ask you questions at some point in the future, in a future episode, about why, why we care about fucking politics so much living in america because politics is about uh <laughs> life and death. politics is life and death and that's it oh, so, it's so <laughs> trashy it's it determines it determines who lives so and dies the, the way people talk about politics is complete trash and so you should never okay you should, rhetoric you yeah. should yeah when someone says like you want to talk about politics don't fucking listen to ah. him because that's a waste of your fucking yeah that sounds great but if, but if they want to talk about life and death that is politics so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, I see what, what you're saying there, Luke. I see what you're saying, but I also see what John's saying. I'm caught in the middle of both of your opinions, and I I'm understand caught in the middle both. as well. I'm just no. playing the other side. Like, no, I not. I'll have CNN on. Well, I mean, CNN's not the right barometer. <laughs> oh, wow. you know, you like, just outed yourself, motherfucker. Uh oh. God damn it, you mother. I don't know. Like I'll I'll be I'll be. I'll be drinking a wine like a fucking coffee. Oh, you fucking pussy. And I'll have like, I'll have politics coverage on. Luke also, motherfucker, while I've got the Jacobin bullshit on the side. So yeah. don't <laughs> please stop belittling me. I thought and you were job. I, I thought you were kidding. I was uh, no, so no, 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 I, no. I'm not. But I'm, I'm just not like literally is this calling the, you a pussy. Is but. this the shit? Is this the shit that people care about? Like, yeah. I, oh man, the the fucking rhetoric. I'm not apolitical. I'm apolitical rhetoric. That's what I've always said. Now I don't know how we've yeah. fucking gotten on this goddamn <laughs> tangent. Yeah. yeah, I'm apolitical uh, rhetoric, dude. I fucking hate the rhetoric. I hate the bullshit, the drama, the political just on that warm the, black dingus. Because it's not talking about politics. The fucking it's it's, it's political. The dingus reality it's show of politics. It's, 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 <laughs> it's feelings. It's feelings. It's fucking. It's dumbass feelings. Mm-hmm. It's, it's people. How do you like? How, how do you get pissed about it though? Knowing that like, there's just nothing. There's oh, just, like yeah. basically nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, I'll I'll answer that question and then I want to get to emails too. We can but do it in that. Well, we can, this, this, the, the quick answer that the quick answer to that question <laughs> is this: that yes. um, everything everything that's all all comms in the you know mainstream media or whatever manufacturing consent et cetera is just uh, completely empty and, and vapid. And so if you feel anything, you get angry when you look at anything that that is completely empty. So yeah, that that well, is generally you know, speaking just like uh, what most your opinion, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's generally speaking what most like mainstream media is or just media in general. It's just uh, it's it's hollow uh, spaces between advertising. So, you know, commercials are 
are what you're watching and so that makes you angry if you actually feel anything and if you care and if you give a shit you uh you'll fucking lose your goddamn mind so you don't think about and it you too want much. me to change so try not to think about it too much now go to the emails Good. Well said. Well said. That was beautiful. No, really. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sentiments. Let's go to the emails. No. But before I go to the emails, I got to make sure that I get it right because apparently that drop was missing the ending and I will not stand for that. So let's do it again. And you want me to change? Fuck you. There we go. You got to have the fuck you. I mean, it's just not the same. So, all right. I thought you had cut that off uh, on purpose. Well, actually, there's a thing uh, oh, inside okay, the show go, here. Go, 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 go I'm going to tell, I'm doing the emails, but inside the show, real quick, when I'm cutting the audio for drops, sometimes it's hard to know, like, okay, do I want just this segment of what he's saying or she's saying or this person's saying, or do I want this whole segment of it? Or do I just, sometimes all of it's good, but then you want to break it up into five different points. It's very complicated. It's, it's very a, sophisticated. Yeah, it's more weird. it's more sophisticated than you might think. It really is. No, uh, Danny Bennett checking in live, emailing Danny. the show one day ago, January 11th at 421 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry for ghosting you last week. Oh, Danny, you don't have to apologize to us. Shut, uh, up. Shut up, Danny. <laughs> Shut up, Daniel. You're part uh, of the family. <laughs> short one for y'all. He did use y'all, by the way. Which single moniker or quote or stanza or line or lyric do you most identify wow. with? Woo. Oh boy, that's I can't do that. Easy question. And I he leaves us with right one. I know that's a tough one. I agree, Scott. Off I the like cuff, it. that's gonna be challenging, but we still have time left in the show. His closing remark or stanza or line or lyric is if you don't become the ocean, you'll be seasick every day. Leonard Cohen. Fuck. Ooh. It's, oh man. It makes me want to find a Leonard Cohen line. Oh no, the, Le the Leonard Cohen line that everyone. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's solid. The Leonard line that everyone loves <laughs> is the fucking cracks let the light come in or whatever the fuck that one is. Well, that's uh. not, so that's not the one you're going to pick. What is it? The crack. The crack let the way in. <laughs> He's asking which one, uh, what is it, which one we uh, identify with? Or, yeah, it uh, says, which, we... which one do you most identify with of all these things in the world that have been said, written, etc., mm. sung? There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Leonard Cohen. That's not mine, but that's the Leonard Cohen line that everyone would probably gravitate towards. Dude, he just he just consumed all of my like working gray matter. I can't even think of anything else. All of a sudden, yeah. Why don't uh, <laughs> why don't we think about that for a bit? We'll go to the next email, which won't be as complicated. Give us a couple this of years, is, Danny, on that one. Yeah, just Can we give do us, that for the opening show of 2023. You just yeah. need 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. 2023. We'll have the answer. This next one is last episode thoughts from Brian M. Oh boy, S Scott uttering the phrase. Doubt makes my dick hard. Almost made me crash my car on the morning commute to work from laughing. I said that. Shout out, Scott. Shout. Sure shout. You sure did. <laughs> I also laughed at it, but I was walking, not driving. Okay, well, yeah, that's that safe. Trans that transmission probably came in three seconds late because of my <laughs> fucking microphone. <God> <laughs> 
janky ass $38 fucking Amazon microphone that you told me to buy. I learned hey, I got, watching I got you, the same you one. I got the same hey, one. I don't, and that's me, not man. fair. It's not the one. mic's fault. I think you got connection issues over there. Let's be fair okay. to all You're issues, right. okay. too. You're right. Also, yeah, you sound sorry. you I'm sound sorry. great today. And the last time you were in your bed, sexy librarian style. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. You when, I went be, when I went between the sheets, things went south. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I will say this too. Yes, you have. You said you got an old ass computer too. You're working with a lot of shit here that you're making the best of. Sure, and yeah. I gotta say, with yeah. all that aside, he looks great today, and he sounds fantastic. So kudos to Thank Scott. Sweet. I appreciate Brian. it, guys. After, after the. After the broadcast today, I'm going to hop in my 1997 probe and go grab some <laughs> fucking <laughs> Bacardi Limone. Joke Cola? <laughs> yeah, Bacardi Limone. <laughs> yeah, I remember our friend Dave used to make these cocktails out of Fago. He oh, thought he God. was like the chemist making like a Fago Red Pop cocktail out of fucking Captain Morgan's or some shit. Oh, God. Ugh. It must just drowned in sugar. Just endless sugar. You want to know what the cocktail was? That uh, he It was lemon juice. Uh, <laughs> lemon, Sprite, Bacardi. Woo! Wow. And I couldn't eat for two days after that because my teeth were fucking killing me. <laughs> I couldn't even eat soup the next day. I was trying to eat soup <laughs> and it was killing my fucking teeth because it was just pure citric acid. Just carving <laughs> through those bicuspids. Ooh, baby. It's like peanut brittle. How long does peanut brittle stay in your teeth? Like three weeks? <laughs> I'll tell you, Dave, Dave's Dave's brittle got hard. I bet it did. Okay, anyways, Damn, back to so Brian is reeling from the comedy stylings of one Scott. So that's good. That's great. <laughs> Doubt makes my dick hard. That's the one that got him. I like that one. <laughs> Doubt makes never said not guilty. <laughs> we could run it could, back if we need to. Yeah, I think we we could find that. We could probably uh, pull that drop in. Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, I can just play last week's show while we're doing our current show. I've never thought of doing that actually. Wow, that's right. We could do uh, that. Please I don't won't do that. I just feel like it would be this weird AI loop that happens, and it's like, oh no, these guys are still alive, and all of these, like, no, did you hear the last one? And it can all sound different. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, did I wait? Oh crap! Did I mislabel? Uh, okay. You have officially been cleared yes. for communication <laughs> with. The, is it safe? We're not doing that. Okay. Uh, uh, by the way, I think I mislabeled last week's episode. I thought it was. I thought we were on forty-eight. Anyways, I that does not matter. What does matter? Make it is, 105. That way we can all feel like we did a lot of episodes. Yeah, you're right. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter what we label it. Yeah. So Brian's email continues forth. Brian, thank you for emailing the show, by the way. There's a lot more where that came from. Doubt makes <laughs> your dick hard, makes you laugh. But he also has this to say, and we did cover this on last week's show. If you want to listen to any of our old shows, they're all available on your favorite podcast platform. You can give us five stars, too. If you want to, make, if you want to be the fifth most avid listener of this show, that could be you next by <laughs> rating the show five stars. Who knows what it'll be? I think Springsteen last week's show, suffers from the U2 scenario. A decade and a half of truly great albums followed by the monetization of his art form while maintaining the projection of the everyman. I think it's impossible not to fall into that trap when one gets so big 
that they become mm-hmm. ubiquitous with an ideal. It's why U2 and Bono specifically get so much blowback at times because the self-importance comes across even when they try to do seemingly good things with global outreach for just causes and crusades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sanctimony like washes it all out for sure. I totally understand that. And I and I will that's actually very astute. I will go to bat for about a decade and a half of U2 albums and a decade and a half of bruce springsteen albums but that's the it's it's the thing you get you know it's 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 just that age-old debate you get into when you're talking art versus artist it's like sweet i'll take those records i'll take 10 to 15 years of your output but then yeah, (laughs) yeah something becomes you know if if your sanctimony and your bullshit and your outreach and your at etc become bigger than the music and that's the point at which you become irrelevant and then fuck you okay that's good i agree there's more where that came from though scott so settle in everybody oh shut up it's not funny come on <laughs> i think uh that was a delayed drop i was supposed You're, to yeah you fucking up the drops is actually really funny uh, I like that. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Yeah. All right. Anyways, this email continues forth. I think Springsteen is in the same camp as the one just discussed. Now, one could argue that both Bono and Springsteen use their celebrated status as crusaders for good, and that's a good thing. And it's hard to argue against the logic of celebrity, but it can seem disingenuous when that crusader status is juxtaposed. Wow, triple word score there. With their lavish lifestyles. Ah. Mm. Okay, so... Yeah, so you see that... What's that? Well, I was going to say, can I take a stab at this one? Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Or if you want to take a stab at it. No, we're doing this in chunks. I like this. Let's now now comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get get that. I understand. I understand exactly. I understand that that point of view... uh, makes makes perfect sense to me but same time you know we are not uh this this should not be the kind of movement where we start thinking about you know people's individual and personal uh points of view so yeah they they might have personal status issues they might have personal points of view whatever that that don't quite uh that, that don't quite marry with the the overall uh the overall presentation of their you know, their, their entire <laughs> or or whatever you want to call it. This is, this is uh, tricky. It's not, this is not something where you are, you know, where we are like shitting on people like people like you uh, two or, or uh, Springsteen for being successful and having money. Uh, we also understand that of course they do things that might be good. But that is the that is what the neoliberal order is. That is capitalist realism. It is uh, everything is being subsumed into the fucking system. Nothing different is actually happening. Not, not nothing that challenges the system is actually happening at all. Not not through their music or anything. And like a, a somebody I recently was listening to was like, you know, hey, art is fucking non political, and I can understand that too. But I've always thought that there is a there is a place for 
artistic expression to be to have a political dynamic uh, and it would probably undermine you know undermine the the kind of systems of authority and the systems of power that we are we are working with but this is not the kind of art that we're talking about i think that it's almost a waste of time to discuss whether or not somebody like bruce springsteen is a worthy ally i just think it's it's <laughs> almost useless because what are we supposed to talk about what good he did in the in the like hands across america thing i, I don't know if he did that but it feels like something he would do he would have done it he would have is, is that what he I, yeah, I feel like he's done other things whatever okay, oh he would have done it he would have done something like that and i'm sure he's hands done a many across america it's, just, it's a fucking it's it's insane it's it's useless it's not really important and it doesn't he doesn't say anything anymore about anybody that is suffering because what he is doing is trying to sell fucking jeeps and he is trying to hang out with uh barack obama so that's a specific dig right there you know it's just not fun when you have a thing like this okay it's not fun yeah i don't get it i don't understand why people give a fuck he's but a also fucking, to, he's, to be he's lost his way he fucking sucks to be even more cynical i just don't know that the average music consumer has the capacity to like deal with something larger that, that says more i mean look at pop music like for the last fucking 30 20 30 years it's like it's fucking trash i don't know that people actually want to be challenged when they're listening to art we're moving more toward i don't have an attention span I need something to be immediately accessible. And I don't know that people really want to line up and just like take a fucking mouthful of, you know, like commentary about like the political system. And like, I just like, I don't know that, I don't know that people are like really excited to think when they're listening to music it's just like yeah give me give me pop or give me fucking taco bell it, it, like mm -hmm. it doesn't dude whatever pop or, doesn't. Pop or taco bell is a <laughs> is, that's a life that is a fucking life mantra that's that's great and i, I, I don't pride know myself yeah. and think of myself as a a man of faith as there's a drive in a deep left field by castellanos it will be a home run <laughs> And so that'll make it a four nothing ball game. Ah, the most flaccid Perfect. home run call ever. <laughs> and that will be a home run. And that will be a <laughs> chili cheese burrito. And that will be a Taylor Swift record. It's almost like he was in the he was in the drive-through line when he said that. Yeah. He still had his that, Bluetooth <laughs> That's a home run. That's a crunch wrap supreme. And that is <laughs> Well, that's another that's night in America, folks. Thanks for tuning in. All right, let's finish this email because we got to go soon. So uh, I want to make sure this gets done. All right, continuing forth in chunks as we are with the commentary in real time brought to you by Luke and John of the Is This Safe podcast. And if you want to have commentary on your own emails, please reach out. Is it safe pod at gmail.com? Yes, Google was kind enough to give us our very own email address. And I'm not a class warrior or anything. This is Brian's words. Oh, boy. But it's strange 
Oh, but yeah, settle in. But it's strange that capitalism in general benefits Bono and Springsteen, but shits on the very people they both champion. Wow, Luke, that sounds familiar. It's ironic in the worst sense for me. Are Born to Run and Nebraska and Darkness on the Edge of Town great albums? Fuck yes, they are. But is Born in the USA dropping in this cocaine and money-rich decade? That was the 1980s, strange? Absolutely, because it's a projection of something that isn't true. And every album since then has been a spin on that persona. The rising with its neo-gospel hooks and folky trash is almost offensive in its simplicity. I hate it. And Rolling Stone just gives the boss four stars every time he farts on a mic. <laughs> Ugh. God you got to fart in it. Yeah. Ugh. Dude, that, Ugh. That's better than anything Rolling Stone ever wrote about fucking <laughs> Springs. That, that was incredibly well written. Holy shit. Ugh. America can keep him. I don't need that shit. Brian M. There it is. By the way, speaking of great writers, Brian is always a very oh eloquent God. and underrated writer. He's a tremendous writer. All, I, no, mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know if John Scott could be a good writer or not. I feel like he could, but I know that Brian is definitely an eloquent writer. And that email was a small taste of that. Just a tiny taste. Give me a writing project. I'll try to wow you. Uh, I'll try okay. to. I'll, I'll try to outdo Brian. I, I am going to. I'm going to I'll, make it. I'm going to make go it my out, mission uh, to I, I take just, out people that actually just, enjoy the show. <laughs> I just decide. I just decided the song I want to go out on is "Hungry Heart" by Bruce Springsteen. All right, Ooh, perfect. Nice. Taco oh, Bell, oh, everything, oh, all the food that you've been chomping on. That makes sense. That makes total no sense. surprise anymore now. But you know, no. But uh, but what about that last sentiment there? I found that interesting. That's a curious point there, Scott. You are a music pro, and even you can comment on this, Luke. You get it. You understand what Born in the USA was and when it came out in the 80s and 1984, and the world was just becoming, this country in particular, was just going into this massive 80s speed run. Just Reaganized was, <laughs> fucking Top Gun and everything. Yeah, was awesome. it, was all, it was all about to happen, though, right? In 84, we were just getting out of this... Still, a pretty terrible economic situation. You know, the late 70s were a fucking disaster economically, and early 80s were the same. And then all of a sudden, born in the USA, and we got this, woo, yeah, we're going to do it. And then things just kind of worked out for some people in this rich, as he mm. defined, this rich decade that was this cocaine dropping in this moment. Kind of seems odd now. Uh, that's a really fascinating yeah. point I hadn't ever considered, Ryan. On the yeah, especially on the day that we received news that the fucking CPI is like higher than it's been since the year I was born. It's really, it's really, it's fun. It's literally, fun literally. literally, literally. I was born in '82. It's been 39 yes. years since the fucking CPI has blown up. As much as it did. So we're back to those. We're back to that period. That's right. It's the inflation is as bad as it's been since that period not, of time. Oh boy, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do an episode on inflation if we're gonna talk about. We every time we bring up inflation, we just can't simply say it with Luke. We cannot fucking. We cannot fucking. We talk all about love inflation unless we actually do a full episode <laughs> on inflation. We all love inflation, but we never really just fucking turn the knife on it you know yeah do we really talk inflation, about inflation? inflation does not matter it's not we like is, we like flirting with infl infl inflation is like our prom date that we never dear ended god up, you know what, what are we talking about 
Wait, hold on. What did Brian ask? Why are we talking about Lenny? <laughs> that was it. There was no. <laughs> there was no question. That was it. That he no, was no, his what, kind what of. What was his uh, last sentence? I got a comment. His final <laughs> statement was about the, I guess the irony, if you will, of born in the USA when it came out in '84 and. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. It's there. There is no irony. I mean, the the, the system of uh, the system the of capitalism. <clears throat> no, the system of capitalist realism is is a uh, is a all encompassing system that that you know you you can't possibly uh, you can't possibly expect anything from somebody like uh, Bruce Springsteen to actually challenge the structures of authority or at least even comment on it or at least even be a a form of satire or a form of uh, comedy against it. It's not going to happen, and that he is been part of that system it doesn't mean that art itself can't challenge the system but what he has done unfortunately has been uh to start a podcast with barack obama so now he is absolutely and and he's getting into commercials like so what the fuck are we supposed to think of this fucking asshole like fine his albums are good you can like his albums if you want but he doesn't speak for or say anything that's even remotely fucking beneficial to like the working class of America. The only people that like him are fucking jet ski salesmen in fucking Florida. That's it. There's nobody that loves fucking Bruce Springsteen. He tone it down, dude. Up. Come on. Aren't you, you got to tone it. Doesn't someone's got to tone it down here. Either Bruce Springsteen does or you do. Don't, don't one of us. I'm have sorry. To tone I, it down? I did. I did actually promise myself I'd fucking tone it down. And I think I did tone it down for like oh, now what, motherfucker. For about ninety percent, perfect. For about ninety percent, yeah. I'm kidding, Luke. Dude, I'm kidding. I just wanted to fucking Sputnik. Yes, yeah, I just wanted to get that drop in. Tone down what, motherfucker? I always love that line. That was one of my favorite lines in that movie. Always, I used to love saying that. In fact, that reminded me. That exchange always reminded me a lot of me and you, Luke. Like, you try to tell me to tone it down, and I'm like, tone down what, motherfucker? This is just who I am. <laughs> I can see that happening many, many times in our existence. Anyways, uh, I think it's been a pretty uh, enjoyable show. What do you guys think? I actually, I actually have the song. If we can, if we can do it. It's a oh newer, yeah, it's a yeah, new, yeah. newer song though. It's it's not a hundred years old. So I thought you wanted to do "Hungry Heart." Was that bullshit? Nah, fuck that. We'll we'll uh, we'll audible into Ooh. "Bored in the USA" by Father John Misty. Ah, okay. Have you heard? Have you heard this, Luke? Cue up those lyrics. Luke will like this. I have not. All right. (laughs) Bored in Bored in the USA by Father John. You said Audible, and I just started thinking about last week's show with John Madden. <laughs> I forgot. This happened in Madden games. An ambulance. Oh, you can't see that with the green screen. Madden, yeah, the, that ran over yeah! the fucking dudes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit. I for, what a fucking insane offering in an NFL game. Here it is. This is only audio. <laughs> The ambulance is running over the Philadelphia Eagles on the field. It's fucking hilarious. Sorry. I just had... (laughs) 
I would. I really enjoyed that part of the show last week, man. I was going around the house. Oh, we going. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Stupid sound. I effects. forgot. Did we? Did we get to the? We got to some tech mobile. Did we get to the tech mobile sounds? Uh, we tried to do that. Uh, we talked about it a little bit for sure. God, yeah. those shits class. Tech mobile shits classic. It's shit. Nobody has a really good uh, video on YouTube that comes up to do the hut hut hut. That that needs to be clipped for the record. Yeah, the in a time frame. Okay, so we're gonna close out the show. It's been a pleasure as always. Thank you for joining us on another edition of uh, you know I really like seriously. This is like one of my favorite podcasts to do. I do a lot of podcasts. <laughs> Look at me, but uh. <laughs> Like, this one's always the most fun. Mr. It really is. We just Podcast. talk about whatever the fuck we want. So, I enjoy that. Mr. Podcast. I do enjoy that. Mr. Podcast. Mr. Anderson. By the way, did anybody see the new Matrix? I know okay. you didn't, Scott. You probably wouldn't watch that. It's... Oh, no. I wanted to I wanted to talk about Sorry. licorice pizza, but maybe I'll do that later. Ooh. Ah! Did you watch you Wait, can't. Did you I watch gotta that? watch that. I gotta see I have, that. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it. Yeah, did you, you went to I the theater, the... I assume. Yeah, I went to Maple and saw it. Oh, we should do that. You should have invited me. I would have loved to have done that with one of you guys. Like that would have been awesome. We should do movie movie day. Come on, man, let's do it. Fuck. Movie day is movie day is a perfect thing to do. It is, and that's a movie that I have to see in the theater, particularly because it's not streaming, and I want to see it. And I'm sure it's shot on like fucking forty frames or whatever, so it's insane. That's a good idea for 2022 this year. More movie days. Anyways, I love get it. on that. Licorice Pizza is top priority for me. The new we Matrix is it's kind of weird. You might not know what it is. If you haven't seen it, check it out. If you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of weird in a way that you might not expect. Until then, uh, next week's show, we'll be... Well, John's going to be on vacation on a bender. It's going to be the two so it's just gonna blokes. I'm going to take you back to 2002. Me and oh, Luke yes. arguing about something in the house. Uh, <laughs> laughing, too. So we'll have plenty of laughs, but I'm sure we'll argue about something. So. Uh, all right. Thanks for all the emails, guys. You guys rule. First day pod. First day pod. Fuck! Too many shows. Is it safe pod at gmail.com? See ya! A small nation of meaningful objects, and they've got a Represent me too By this afternoon I'll live in debt By tomorrow be replaced by children How many people rise and think Oh good the stranger's body's still here Our arrangement hasn't changed Now I've got a lifetime to consider all the ways I grow more disappointing to you As my beauty warps and fades I suspect you feel the same I was young, I dreamt of a passionate obligation to a roommate Is this the part where I get all I ever wanted? Who said 
Born 